Welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are going to have a fascinating conversation, as usual, as we learn from people all around the world at all ages and stages of life. Stay tuned as we shift our dementia care from crisis to comfort. Here we go. What you think about. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to Alzheimer Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and today is open mic, so feel free to chime into the conversation. All you have to do is dial into 323-870-4602. I'm going to start with some normal housekeeping, and uh, then we will chat uh, and start pulling people into the conversation for those of you that are new, Alzheimer Speaks Radio was started because my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I, like everyone else, struggled in terms of how to deal with it, and I wanted to connect the services, products, and tools. So here on the show, we interview people all around the world, those who are diagnosed, families who care, and friends, advocates, um, a variety of business professionals, researchers, authors, movie directors, singers, songwriters, everybody is welcome here. Uh, The one rule we have is just to have a respectful conversation. So if you're interested in being a guest, please uh, email me at radio at alzheimerspeaks.com. Again, we are not about sound bites. Um, We are about real authentic conversations, and everybody has a story to tell, so we would be glad to hear yours. Um, I am going to mention a couple of events that I'm doing. One is on May 17th from 1 to 3, and June 10th from 10 to noon. That is going to be a a, a screening of the film, uh, his, uh, not his neighbor, Phil, that's what it used to be. It's called A Timeless Love, and that's going to be in Andover, Minnesota. And if you are interested in that, please check out um, my events page uh, under our educational resources, uh, or you can call them directly at 763 230 9622. And then also on Friday, I will be out in Maple Grove in Minnesota. And uh, that will be with um, Silver Creek. And I'll be doing two presentations. One is to live graciously alongside dementia. We're going to be giving out tips and tricks. And then there'll be a lunch. And then we're going to come back and talk about how your words and thoughts impact how you care. Um, And again, if you're interested in going to to that session, uh, that number is 763-955-1750. And you can talk to to Heidi there. 
I also want to give a shout out to Mods Awards. Uh, next week, we're going to get into a lot more detail about both Mods Awards and Mods Ventures, but I want to give them a plug. Um, Mods Awards is something an individual or an organization can apply for, and it is um, all about what you've already accomplished, and you can win up to five to $25,000. So check out Mods Awards. Uh, .org. Applications are open until May 15th, so that's coming to a close. And then Mods Ventures will be open until July 14th. And that is actually for something new. They offer seed money to people, and they have two categories. One is they're really, really interested in innovations for late-stage dementia, the other one is general, and they are giving out $50,000. Um, again, their application process will close July 14th, and then they're going to be doing interviews um, between July 17th and 24th, and then mid-August, they will be notifying the winners. So uh, don't forget to um, look into those two opportunities, because how fantastic is that? Both are funded through the um, Richard and Maude Ferry Foundation, which is doing a, they do a, a ton of different things. Um, so, and again, you can go to modsadventures.com or modsawards.com to find out more information on those. I also want to uh, let people know alzheimerspeaks.com has been updated. Please check it out. It's much easier to maneuver in fact, we have one whole section that is just for free educational resources. So you can listen, you can watch, you can download um, information, you can get connected to different services um, or be mentored, uh, you know, if you're interested in becoming dementia friendly or starting a memory cafe. Um, I, you know, I'd love to talk with you on that. Um, for people with dementia, they can get involved in Dementia Chats, um, or our Dementia in the Arts program as well. So there's lots and lots of things uh, there to check out. You just go to alzheimerspeaks.com for that. We also provide, of course, programs and services and help people with branding. And our book, Betty the Bald Chicken, Lessons in How to Care, which is a children's book, just launched in February, the end of February, um, so feel free to check that out. It is not necessarily dementia-specific, but it definitely applies um, to dementia. That's kind of how it came to me in a dream. But over the years, as I've done it as a keynote speak, I, I know it also works for mental health and bullying and death and dying. Really, anytime you don't feel quite like you fit in. Now, again, I'm going to encourage people to go ahead and call in and be part of the show today. Again, that number is 323-870-4602. That's 323-870-4602. And again, open mic allows anybody to participate um, in this call. We love hearing what you have to say. And, you know, what's working, what's not working, you know, you can share your personal stories, or it can be, uh, you know, a business platform, a book you've written, a blog you have, um, a YouTube channel, uh, a little bit of anything. So I'm going to pull in our 
our first guest today, and let's see who is on the line. I believe this is Mary Crescenzo. Mary, are you with us? Yes, I'm with you. Hi. Hi, thanks for calling in today. I always love hearing your updates and, and what's going on with you. So why don't you tell people a little bit first about yourself and then why you're calling in. Thank you. Um, well, I had worked for 30 years uh, with persons with Alzheimer's and other dementia uh, on methods that I created using arts engagement, all the forms of arts, music, theater, dance, etc., and turned it finally into a book called The Planet Alzheimer's Guide, Eight Ways the Arts Can Transform the Life of Your Loved One and Your Own. Um, and so I, thank you for mentioning MODS Awards. I encourage everyone to apply. Uh, surprisingly to myself, I applied in 2022, and I was an individual recipient. So please um, apply. You never know. Um, so the reason why I'm calling today is to tell you about a, a very unique Alzheimer's-focused and Alzheimer's-friendly collaborative arts event if you are in the L.A. area. Um, and if not, um, there may be a way that this will be on film and we will be able to share it. Um, I met a sculptor named Joan Roby, who was a care partner for her mother who was living with Alzheimer's for 20 years. As a visual artist, she created a response in an event called AWOL, Absent from One's Post Without Intent to Desert. We became friends, and I told her about the play, and so we decided to make this a multidisciplinary event at the Range Projects Gallery at 3718 West Slauson Avenue in Los Angeles, where her sculpture from June 3rd, I'm sorry, May 13th through June 3rd on Saturdays and Sundays are available for viewing. But besides the sculpture, we decided to add all the other arts, except dance. Well, who knows? Somebody may dance to this, and that's fine, too. Um, in collaboration, music uh, that I will be performing with uh, two other people, two gentlemen, um, all songs that relate in some way to memory, loosely to memory. There will be a theater component to this production where there will be excerpts from my play, Planet A, about the good, the bad, and the ugly of Alzheimer's. And uh, this will be with the sculpture and spoken word by um, a, a, actually Joan's husband, who was a care partner as well. And so uh, to add to all of that, which will be happening the first and the last weekend, on the middle weekends, I'm going to be doing a free, by the way, this is all free, a free creative writing workshop called Care, Calling All Caregivers. It'll be on Sunday and Saturday on May 20th and 21st from 2 to 3. And I'll give you a contact for me so you, I can send you all the details if, you, I'm inter, if you're interested. The workshop is for all caregivers, including those who care for people living with Alzheimer's and other dementia, as well as any caregiver like your book, care is as an overall thing we want to we want to be conscious of. And also, I invite persons with younger 
onset Alzheimer's, also known as early onset Alzheimer's, to come. And what it is is a way to write in a safe, creative place. You don't have to share if you don't want to, but it's for respite, relaxation, rejuvenation, and revelation for caregivers. We'll do some writing. We'll have an interactive talk. We'll have a book reading from my book, and the book will be for sale. But the most important thing is to gather caregivers together so they know that they are not alone in the turmoil and the feeling, the the spectrum of all emotions that they go through. So you don't have to make a reservation for the workshop, uh, but if you'd like to, you can. And I will give you my email in a minute. So... Therefore, uh, if you are in this area from May 13th to June 3rd and you're interested, you can email me through my contact information on my website, which is www.marycrescenzo.com. Let me spell it, if I may. So it's Mary, C-R-E-S, as in Sam, C-E-N-Z in Zebra, as in Zebra O, Com. There's a contact section there, and I'll be happy to tell you all about this. But I'm very excited about bringing all the arts together because, as Lori and I and many of you know, art is a healing tool. It's a way to express ourselves. It's a way to be there in the present with those who we love, who we care for. So, Lori, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share this. Oh, I'm so glad that you called in. It sounds like it's going to be a fabulous event. Can you tell us, uh, you know, again, just kind of summarize for us at the uh, dates and length of time when it starts, when it ends, and uh, why don't you give your your um, contact information out one more sure. time as well? Thank you. It's at the Range Projects Gallery in Los Angeles. Uh, the gallery hours are Saturday, May 13th, and through June 3rd on the weekends. The the time is from 6 to 9. The workshops themselves are on May 20th and 21st, and the workshops run from 1 to 4 p.m. Again, it's open to everyone. It's free. And if you want any information, please go to my website. You know, it's the http dot double slash business, but you can Google me and you'll find me, www.marycres, as in Sam, C-E-N-Z, as in Zebra O, dot com. Please come. Um, This is open to everyone, and we look forward to you. Alzheimer's focused, Alzheimer's friendly. So, Mary, if they go to your website, is there a downloadable piece that they might have uh, to be able to print out at all? Um, There is not, but if they contact me and give me their email, I will send them an invitation directly with all the information. Okay. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. And we've got another caller on the line, and I believe this is Brenda. So let me see here. Uh, Brenda, is this you? Well, yes, it's Rhonda. And it's oh, I'm sorry, Wanda. <laughs> oh, I, cl- I clicked I actually, the wrong person here. So that's that's okay, Brenda. <laughs> so my, that's my no, fault. It's here. actually Rhonda with an R. It must be my Texas accent, you know. 
a lot oh. of people think it's Brenda, Donna, Wanda. No. <laughs> okay. Rhonda with an R, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, Rhonda, why don't you tell us why you're calling in today? Well, first of all, I really want to thank you all for having this platform. It's amazing. I, I have just um, discovered it, so I'm very happy about that. And thanks for having me on, Lori. Um, I wanted to talk about, um, I'm a seniors real estate specialist, and um, I got into this, I'm a realtor, and I got into this um, because my mom had Alzheimer's. Um, Actually, she had dementia, and um, she had that for about 10 years. And what I've run across, interestingly, um, in my practice is that there are some families who do not realize that um, their parent or loved one, you know, if they're the caretaker, should not be signing um, documents. Uh, it's surprisingly, I was really surprised to find that out, but um, listing agreements, say, for instance, if they're going to put their house on the market, you know, they've got their parents um, who may need to go into memory care, and the spouse does not realize um, that this is, a no-no. Um, also, there may be, um, there have been times and I've, I've shown up and, you know, some days they're having a good day and they're, they're totally fine that day. And then I, you know, all the papers have been signed and everything. We come back for the planning and lo and behold, they're having an off day and you know what their affect is. You look over there and I think, hmm, there's something not quite right here. And i don't think I would have really been able to clue into that unless I'd had that experience with my mom, you know, with her having good days and bad days. So um, that's a caveat for, you know, professionals out there who may not be aware of it. I became aware of that. Um, I've also sadly run into situations, I guess, human nature, um, where the kids are trying to put one over and... (laughs) sell this house and it's really not um it's not something they should be doing so i just you know wanted to share that at every end of the spectrum you know from a business perspective um these are things that i'm very mindful of and um that's it in a nutshell really that's you know all i wanted to share on that uh, topic well, you know, Rhonda, you, you might not know this, but I actually sold real estate for 25 years um, before oh. I stepped into this space. Oh, and, so you and, know. <laughs> oh, I absolutely know what you're talking about. But what a lot of people don't know is that the senior real estate specialist uh, designation that you got, you have to jump through a lot of hoops on that, um, and it's quite extensive. Um, in order to get that designation. And I want to say when I went through it, it was like three days um, when I when I flew out uh, to, to go through that training. And there is a big difference in, in having that general background in just aging as a whole. Um, but then also, you know, understanding like you did um, because of your, your own personal experience with dementia and being able to really protect people and see what's going on, not only with them, but within the family and the legalities that they can open themselves up to um, if, if someone really isn't out there protecting their best interest. And, again, 
all real estate agents should be doing that. But as we know, in every industry, you know, there can be a bad apple here and there as well uh-huh. with that. And it's it's very, very important uh, for people to understand, like you said, even the, the personality changes, the the good and bad days, the, the I understood in that moment, but I don't remember a thing in the next, um, uh-huh. can, can complicate things really quickly. And um, <clears throat> so making sure that you've got some family backup there, um, helping uh-huh. the process along in a, in a legal fashion where they've got abilities to sign. Um, uh-huh. but, I, but I've also experienced where family has tried to take advantage of, of an elder as well you know, with that. So, um, you know, having a good attorney, if that is needed, depending on where you are in the processes, is very important. And I think being um, transparent and open, um, you know, and and trusting the person that you're hiring in terms of what's Uh going on. Not everybody has a, a care partner either. Some people are just out there on their own dealing with dementia. And um, and that can make it a little bit more complicated as well. I would imagine yeah. you've run across that too. Most definitely, yes. Um, I ran across that one time that um, brings to mind a, a, a lady that um, I one day she wanted to sell, and bless her heart, she didn't know why I was there the next day. And I thought, my God, you know, is there anybody to look after her? And I didn't know how to contact any family members if she did, in fact, have family members. And, you know, I was able to work that out through neighbors. <laughs> you know, neighbors are a great resource, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, really find out a lot. Um, I, I also, there was something you, you said prior um, that made me think about um, adult protective services. Had I not been... Um, educated by the Alzheimer's Association, and you know how, <laughs> thank God, they, they offer so many resources, and they absolutely were a godsend for me, uh, educating me um, about, you know, dementia and Alzheimer's and so forth, um, but I, I didn't realize that resource was there, and um, I have run into situations <laughs> where um, there's been elder abuse, you know, physical abuse, and um, financial, a lot of times financial, I've seen that. And, um, you know, I'm just really was grateful for the resources I had to pull on um, to draw from uh, with mm-hmm. regard to that. You see the good and the bad families who just cannot let go, um, and they love their their family members um, very dearly. And um, I remember with me, I had gotten to a point where, um, I wasn't a realtor at this time. I'd moved um, my mom to three different states when she was in the throes of dementia. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was an experience in itself and helped me in my in my professional life to emphasize to people, let's try to keep it as um, as um, every day or commonplace as we possibly can so we don't have any issues. But, um, oh, gosh darn it, I lost my lost my train of thought there. Oh, yes. I had, um, before I put my mom into skilled nursing, and I use this with my clients um, when I see a caregiver getting so ill. I had one client who, the daughter, who she broke her wrist. She broke her ankle. I mean, 
I thought, my God, and it was all because she did not want to put her mom. Her mom really needed care. And there was a person who told me, uh, Rhonda, the most loving thing you can do for your mother is to get her to a place where she can get the right kind of care because you're not able to do it. And that just, that was a light bulb moment for me. And that's helped me with clients as well. So. Yeah, that, that is very, very, very true. And like you mentioned, um, you know, there can be abuse uh, and you need to know who to contact and, and, you know, how to work through that. Uh, You might need to reach out to, to neighbors. And like you said, if you're looking for, more information and really being able to to connect with people and mm-hmm. and learn more um but again it's also a fine line you know with kind of you know HIPAA and you want to you, you want to keep their information private as well mm-hmm. so i mean it can get it can get tricky very <laughs> easily mm-hmm. you know through yeah. this process so i'm i'm so glad that you that you called in i would imagine that your your specialty is and you focus primarily in Texas, Don, is that correct? Actually, I should have um, identified that I am now in northeast Georgia. I'm originally oh, okay. from Texas. still have that Texas drawl, apparently. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm serious. I get it all the time. I think, you know, I, just, <laughs> I think I'm saying it correctly, but apparently I'm not. <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> no, it's probably just me today. It's probably just me. No, so. no, it's not. I was laughing. I thought that was so funny. I thought, yep, it's that Texas draw, you know. Um, but, yes, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm the northeast Georgia area, so that's okay. uh, very nice. There. And do you want to give people your contact information? Oh, Sure. Um, my phone number, I don't know if I'm allowed to, to sure, do that. Sure, that's fine. Um, if you're wanting to know, and I also, it also went into probate as well. I don't know if you, uh, Lori, I, I don't know if you had any experience with probate because, you know, once there's one thing, you go into the other, of course. You know, you're a senior and then you're going on over to the other side to probate. Um, I am at uh, 706-300. Four zero seven nine, and I am with Keller Williams. Okay, reach me at that number, and my uh, my email address is Rhonda Burton, and that's Rhonda with an R, <laughs> R-H-O-N-D-A, Burton as in Richard. If you're old enough to remember who Richard Burton was, so it's Rhonda Burton at kw.com. Okay. We used to, when I was in real estate, um, Keller Williams moved into the area, and when they first came, we used to call them the paint stores, what we referred to them as (laughs) up here in Minnesota. Um, And a lot of people left where, I, I, you know, the company that I was with and the other larger company and and switched over. So very reputable um, company. And I thank you for calling in and and um, sharing your expertise and, again, you know, letting people know also about this, uh, you know, senior real estate specialist designation because I do think that that's uh, very, very helpful in this process in terms of, of knowing how to handle and what to look for and, and how to prevent um, issues from arising. So appreciate you calling in, Rhonda, very much. Thank you. 
Thanks for having me, Lori, and thanks for having the program. Sure. Um, let's see. We've got somebody from a, let's see, it looks like 0837. Um, you are live and on the air. Do you want to say hi? Oh, they got nervous and they dropped off, it looks like. So sometimes people just call in and listen that way. I surely did not mean to scare them off in, in any way, shape, or form, but but at times that will will happen. Again, if you would like to share your story or your work um, or maybe a concern that you see or maybe you maybe you found a resource that you think more people need to know about, please feel free to call in to 323-870-4602. That's 323-870-4602. Um, in the meantime, I'm just going to uh, let you know about some upcoming shows that we have. Um, Let's see, next Wednesday, I did a, a an hour-long interview with uh, Richard, the Richard Ferry um, Foundation, and that'll cover, you know, in detail, Mods Awards, uh, Mods Ventures, also the Memory Hub out in Seattle, and Richard Ferry joined us, and he rarely does interviews, and so I, I am so excited for that show to go live. And then next Tuesday, we will be having Christopher Doran on. He's a grad student, and he is going to be talking about edu dementia education um, in senior housing, what he finds has been working and what is not. Um, let's see. And then on Thursday, we will be having Seni on for our final episode. Um, we did a four-part series on what what does quality of care look like in memory care and so that will be a good one we will be uh, wrapping that up of course of course with Seni uh, with Deanna Vigliata and um, also Dr. Laird on that one and I have to cough so just a second here oh my goodness my allergies are just getting the best of me I'm telling you and then on Tuesday the 9th, I can't believe we're going to be in May already. Half the year is going to almost be over. We are going to be talking with Memory Matters. On the 11th, we are going to be talking about caring for parents. Um, we will be having also in May the Atlas Villas Memory Care, which is doing some really cool things, as well as um, Cassia Memory Care. And then we'll have uh, Tara Jenkins on, who is a music therapist. So there's lots of fun things uh, coming up on the radio show in and of itself. Um, so please feel free to um, to join us. You can always subscribe to the show uh, if you don't want to miss an episode or subscribe to our blog. I always push everything out through the blog and you can... Uh, you can easily follow us that way. Um, I think what I'm going to do is highlight a couple of other things uh, as far as educational resources that we have on Alzheimer's Speaks. Um, and in the meantime, hopefully we'll have some other callers. We never know who's going to call in and who's not on every show. Again, that number is 323 
877-870-4602. And don't be shy. Everyone is welcome uh, to call in. A couple of things that I just want to note on alzheimerspeaks.com, if you go to that free educational resource tab, of course, you'll be able to get to our radio shows. But one of the most powerful tools I think that we have to offer is dementia chats. And dementia chats are conversations with the true experts, those actually living with dementia. And their insights are absolutely phenomenal. And you can watch, um, we have several videos highlighted on the page itself, but we also have where you can um, go directly to our YouTube playlist, or you can always download um, a PDF. And I'm just going to read you off some of the topics that we talk about. So um, what triggers off moods and how do people with dementia pull themselves out? Um, what happens when dementia takes a back seat to other health issues? Um, how does dementia impact other conditions? They talk about their diagnostic journeys. Many of them start out with one and they go to another. We just did a session this morning. And many um, have, you know, dual diagnoses and some even three different dementia diagnoses at one time. Um, so there's a lot of frustration in terms of getting a diagnosis and how that, how that all works out. Uh, they talk about the weather and the astrology and how that can affect them. They have opinions on, you know, uh, some of the trials and the benefits and the risk factors. Uh, they've talked about stress and dementia and gratitude. And uh, like Mary is doing music and the arts, um, they talk about how do you accept life with dementia? Um, how do you cope with that new normal? We have an episode even on COVID-19. How are they working with that? Um, they've talked about suicide and the right to die. And, you know, none of these conversations are skewed one way or the other. We have, uh, you know, different panelists at different times and everyone's voice we want to hear and let them speak their opinion we talk about holidays and stresses, um, what triggers their stress, and, and how can we work better with them during the holidays. Um, so the list just kind of goes on and on and on. Uh, airport travel, how do you communicate best with them? What do you do when somebody's in denial or when they're angry, um, you know, with dementia? And uh, so we've had people, um, you know, all around the world ask, can we use these for training? Absolutely. You know, some families have called me afterwards and just cried going, we had no idea we'll do things different. So very, very um, informative um, conversations there. We also do dementia in the arts. In fact, uh, Mary Crescenzo, who we talked with earlier, is my co-facilitator on that. And so you can watch those videos and see the amazing different types of artwork that people are doing and what it does for their soul. Some of them say they just get lost and their, their spouse sometimes has to shake them loose and say, hey, it's time to eat or go to bed because they just get 
so immersed and so calm um, in terms of doing art. And many of them have never done art before. And you will be shocked. Um, we've had photography. We've got watercolor, oils, um, <clears throat> coloring, jewelry, woodworking, um, clay. The list just kind of goes on and on. And if you um, are dealing with dementia and do some art, you are more than welcome to be part of that. Just, again, reach out to me at radio at alzheimerspeaks.com, and I would love to hear from you. We also have free tools uh, that you can download. So there's one trifold piece that you can download that's just a bunch of tips. Um, and then there is information on the memory chip and the memory journal that have videos to go with that. <clears throat> we have a section if you like to write poetry or read poetry where people submit their poems and we push those out. Um, again, you can access all of our information on YouTube and uh, you can find out about dementia-friendly communities if you want to get one started or you know, maybe you've got some questions. I'm glad to talk to anybody. Same with a memory cafe. And for those of you that aren't familiar with memory cafes, they're a support group. And I hate to even call them that. They're a gathering of people with dementia and their care partners. And it's a place where they can gather and have peers again, because so often uh, those peers disappear. Uh, same with family, can kind of pull back. And so... Um, I do a lot of mentoring, helping people get those up and running. Um, and then, of course, you can always get to Dementia Map, which is our global resource directory that has over 150 different categories that you can search. We are building it out slowly. We're not putting everybody in there because we want to make sure that the people you reach out to are actually going to get back to you. And so we have a lot of small to mid-sized businesses that people had no idea this type of support was even available. Uh, they would never have searched for it because they didn't have a clue it was there. Uh, we also have a glossary of terms, a blog, an events calendar. So please uh, check out DementiaMap.com. Or if you have a support group or your family would like a tour, you, you can reach out to me on, if you go to DementiaMap.com, on the right-hand column, you can uh, there's a button that says take a tour, and you can sign up for a time, and I will meet with you on that. Or maybe you're a business and you want to be part of Dementia Map, I will give you a full tour on how that works. We have a free plan, and we also have two very economical plans that give you um, in, an enhanced listing and and more extensive um, marketing boost, you know, for your dollars. So our goal is to, again, <clears throat> create something that's easy to use, that requires no personal information being given by the end user. And this is valid not only to uh, families and people with dementia, but also the professionals as well. We also um, are very inclusive. so. People uh, that have their own business, if they're a nonprofit, a for-profit, or a government agency, um, they can all come together with this because it's very complicated for the public to find the resources at hand. 
and um, there's there's many other other features that I won't won't go into, um, but I did want to just mention that again. If you're listening and you know you're brave enough to talk, you know call in at three two three eight seven zero four six zero two. And Mary, I'm just going to pull you back in again and see if you have any other questions or comments or. Um, yeah, maybe others that you've met that you also want to highlight. Well, thank you. I, I always enjoy listening to your show, and I always learn something, uh, which I did today as well. Um, I would like to mention, uh, this may be more direct for most people, the phone number of the gallery where our multimedia Alzheimer's-focused and Alzheimer's-friendly as well as other dementia show will be in Los Angeles. Uh, sometimes that's easier than going to find someone's website and going to the contact. If you have any questions, if you're interested in attending, although you can show up without a reservation, please call the Range Projects Gallery uh, in Los Angeles at 310-738-2689. That's 310-738-2689. Two six eight nine, or of course you can contact me. Um, yeah, I'm I'm always interested in finding out in general if you would like to email me through the website um, how you have used art with uh, the person that you care for, how art has helped you to cope, maybe writing or just painting, and how sharing art with your loved one, how that interaction sparks a moment of joy, even more than a moment, because I like to say, and I believe that it's true, that art can bring light to the darkness of this disease. So I'm always encouraging people to find alternative, complementary ways to to deal with your everyday routine with those that you care for. And it's always been my thought that art is not just a thought, but my passion and belief, and I've I've shown it over and over. I've seen it in my work that art can benefit both persons, caregiver, and the persons with Alzheimer's or dementia. I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, definitely um, reach out to Mary. And as you can hear just from the tone of her voice, she's very approachable. Uh, She listens intently and is always looking to learn. I know even when we've done our uh, arts and dementia um, formats and stuff, you, you know, you will tell the artist, gosh, this is wonderful. I, I missed this part of my book. The next edition's going to have it, you know? Yes, um, yes, yes. I, that's, oh, well, I, you learn from the best. You learn from the experts, as you say. And even after all those years, I, yeah, I've got notes, and the new edition is going to be coming out soon. I'm working on it. And, yes, that is where we learn. We are visitors on the planet Alzheimer's. Um, and those who reside there can teach us so much, including um, what we can do to make their life richer. I so agree. I absolutely, absolutely agree. I'm just going to um, call Rhonda back in, too, and see if she has anything else that maybe she's thought of that she'd like to add. Rhonda, are you still with us? I'm still with you. (laughs) Anything that you thought of that you'd like to add to uh, to tell our audience? If you're like me, I always think of stuff after the fact that, oh, I should have said this, you know. 
Uh, no, I was just sitting here thinking, uh, thinking about my crazy action. Actually, <laughs> I was hoping everybody <laughs> could understand me. <laughs> um, no, not at present. I just well, um, the art part. Um, just a funny story. Um, <laughs> my mother's name was Lillian, and um, she refused to go to. They called it Terrific Tuesdays. It was held um, at a church in the place that we were um, living in Texas, and um, <laughs> I was so frazzled um, by the time, you know, I, we'd almost reached the one-year mark, and um, finally, you know, without shoving her on the bus bodily, <laughs> we finally got her uh, to go to those terrific Tuesdays, and there was lots of art there, and, um, you know, creative project. And once she got into it, it really helped her, um, the social interaction and um, the art. And I can speak from personal experience, just seeing her progress, you know, not regress. You know, um, a lot of times there's, um, well, we know what happens with Alzheimer's, but, um she really started to find joy in life, so um, I just I'm very excited about the the different um, information that's been shared about um, art and how it benefits um, both the caregivers and the the ones who are affected by that. So that's just my two cents there, my experience. Okay, well, wonderful. Well, I. Again, I appreciate both Rhonda and Mary calling in. Mary, uh, you know, with her arts program. And again, you can, uh, you know, reach out to the Range uh, Projects Gallery at 310-738-2689 for more information. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, they'll have workshops and and different presentations going on. And you can always go to marycresenzo.com uh, for more information there. And then Rhonda Burton is a um, <clears throat> senior real estate specialist in Northeast Georgia. And you can reach out to her at 706-300-4079. And she is with uh, Keller Williams, so Rhonda Burton at kw.com for more information and of course if you um, have any questions for me maybe you want to be a guest uh, maybe you have uh, an interesting topic or a thought or are looking for mentorship or um, want to tell me about somebody I should interview on the show uh, whatever it might be or a suggestion for a topic uh, please reach out to me at radio at alzheimerspeaks.com and, of course, I also do um, programs and training and, and branding if people have interest in that as well. And don't forget about checking out our book, Betty the Bald Chicken, Lessons in How to Care. Um, we've just gotten a wonderful response. And you can go to our book tab to read a lot of the um, reviews and stuff that we have on that uh, before you take that any further. But uh, and there's a few pictures, you'll get some, an example. It is a children's book that has a lot of questions that you can, you know, that will help you engage. Um, but I really do think the kids are going to teach us adults a lot of cool things. And it really 
age has no limit on this. I've used this in schools with junior high and high school kids. Um, I've done it for group presentations of all ages. And everybody resonates with how we care for one another, how we care for ourselves, our impact on one another. So it really is limitless. And with that, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up today. Um, again, uh, Mary and Rhonda, I appreciate you calling in. And to our listeners, I hope you learned something on this episode. And know, you know, we uh, we have these routine uh, uh, open mics. Feel free to call in. And I'm sorry I scared the one person off when I called them in because you can listen to the show via the computer or you can call in. And um, again, we welcome everyone. Have a blessed week. And uh, we will catch up with you next time. Bye now. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.